Ourselves Black is a place where we own the narrative and are unapologetic about our goal, to share imagery, information, and stories infused with knowledge that promotes black mental health. This is the Ourselves Black podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Y. Vincent. On today's edition of the Ourselves Black podcast, part two of a discussion about innovative solutions and the use of technology in addressing young adult mental health with guest expert, Dr. Anel Prim. Dr. Anel Prim is a community psychiatrist based in Baltimore, Maryland. She is the senior medical advisor for the STEE Fund, the nation's only organization focused on the mental health and emotional well-being of college students of color. Dr. Prim was formerly deputy medical director of the American Psychiatric Association and served as the APA's director of the Office of Minority and National Affairs. She was previously director of the Johns Hopkins Community Psychiatry Program, where she oversaw a variety of mental health services for adults. Dr. Prim has written and lectured widely on culture issues in mental health, eliminating disparities in mental health care, and the social determinants of mental health. Hello, and welcome to today's edition of the Ourselves Black Podcast. We have, as a repeat guest, Dr. Anel Prim. Dr. Prim, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. And so this is part two of a two-part series about uh, the use of technology in the promotion of mental health um, in young black adults, um, young college students, um, and some of the work that Dr. Prim has done uh, with the C Fund and some of the work that that organization has done um, around looking at technology and also evaluating uh, how people interact with it um, when it comes to mental health promotion. Um, so. You know, it's really cool that they have these programs that they're in place, and we're definitely going to do a bit of a deep dive compared to when we just mentioned them in the first segment about them. Uh, but I do think it's important to take a step back and think about um, what some of the limitations of programs like this, this can be. Well, some of the limitations are that, um, number one, you know, if a person is, is experiencing a serious mental illness or is in a severe crisis, you know, for example, being suicidal, um, they need to be connected um, with, uh, you know, a person directly. You know, there was really no replacement for that direct human touch, uh, especially when someone is, um, is suffering. So, you know, most of these programs are really geared toward, um, you know, a, a stressful situation or someone feeling like they're in crisis. You know, maybe they had a relationship breakup or some other disappointment, and they really just want to talk to somebody in that moment. Um, but for someone um, who is experiencing, you know, some severe, you know, depression or anxiety and it's lasted for a while and they really need um, attention from a medical professional uh, like a psychiatrist, uh, you know, people need to know that, you know, they should seek those kinds of resources. So I just think, you know, people having um, an appreciation that while these um, technology resources are, are very valuable and very helpful, uh, they need to know when whatever their experience is, when it's gone beyond, you know, what these technology programs can help with 
and and then you know that it's time to really reach out uh, for some direct uh, services, um, you know, with a mental health professional. Yeah, and I think it's important to to point that out and kind of get that disclaimer uh, done. But I'm really excited about these programs and about what they um, are doing and some of the things that you're finding. And so. Um, there are some selected programs that we're going to highlight on today's show, but uh, there are a number of different apps and, and ways that people are using technology to help with mental health promotion. Uh, but Dr. Prim, what are some of the, the programs that you wanted to highlight today? Uh, well, one of them is, um, is, is Crisis Text Line, and um, you know, that, that one is text-based uh, access to text-based counselors. And so if anybody who has a, a phone with uh, texting capacity uh, can access this, you would t- text Steve, S as in Sam, T as in Thomas, E as in Edward, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, which is in all caps, um, to 741741. And uh, our um, kind of information, uh, a flyer on this says, are you a person of color, feeling down, stressed, or overwhelmed? Um, Crisis Text Line offers a free 24-7 text line for people in crisis. And so if you did choose to go this route, what you would experience is um, basically a conversation via text where you would share whatever it is the stressful situation you're going through is, and a trained um, counselor uh, who has received um, uh, cultural competence um, training and is, is, has become well-versed in a cultural competence curriculum would be responding uh, to you, and you all would go back and forth uh, until that crisis was resolved. Where they, the crisis text line talks about taking you from a, a hot moment to a cool calm. And so basically, you know, this could help really take the edge off of whatever the situation is. But this, the, the great thing about this is that this is 24-7. So anytime a young person may feel um, you know, stressed about something, they could access um, this service. And, you know, we've, we've gotten very good feedback um, on uh, this uh, crisis text line resource, and uh, young people are using it, young people of color, um, and in particularly high school students um, are finding it very useful too. You know, the fact that this is no cost and, you know, 24-7 at your fingertips, Tips. This is like true access without mm-hmm. the barriers of, you know, having to go somewhere uh, to get services, perhaps in a place that, you know, people may not feel comfortable walking into XYZ, you know, community mental health center or something like that. But this is like a first step to reducing the stress so that things don't get out of hand. And so it could really... Um, kind of nip something in the bud before uh, the person gets completely overwhelmed, you know, with whatever their worries uh, or stressors are. So it's it's a really good resource. Um, another uh, resource that 
uh, the Steve Fund has partnered with is called Seven Cups. And um, Seven Cups is an online, uh, free, anonymous, um, confidential online text chat with trained listeners, um, therapists, and counselors. And uh, what this does, is it really offers a low-risk um, kind of entry point <laughs> for young people of color who may feel, um, again, that you know, seeking mental health services is very stigmatized and you know, they may feel isolated um, from folks with similar challenges in their day-to-day -day life. And so on this platform, Seven Cups, um, a person can talk to or, you know, text with, interact with, communicate with a trained listener or therapist, or they could join a group chat uh, to get support from a community of uh, people who are similar to them. And, and in fact, there are, um, as a part of this platform, uh, groups of young people of color who communicate with each other with a uh, therapist or counselor of color. And um, so this really has allowed, the Seven Cups um, has allowed the, the Steve Fund to, you know, reach out to a broader audience of young people of color, you know, who might not really want to seek out uh, mental health services, you know, at an institution or a community mental health center. Um, the, and you said um, that's an online resource? What's the yes, that's for that? Uh, let me just see. I think it's sevencups.org. Let me verify that. I didn't. Seven Cups, www.sevencups.com. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. And we'll be sure to link to that on the website as well. Yes, and we're fortunate to have um, uh, a community manager uh, who um, has a master's in social work, uh, which has produced a People of Color support guide, and it posts weekly content uh, to the People of Color groups forum uh, and Seven Cups homepage, and you know also holds weekly support sessions on scheduled topics. So really encourage people to to check that out and. Um, Persistence Plus, um, you know, that's something that is really focused on college students. To uh, it's also uh, text-based, which uh, gives students nudges or kind of you know little reminders um, that can help them in terms of their academic work if they're having any challenges there. It also helps them guard against feeling isolated, you know, helps to uh, kind of build up their college identity, and, and, and it helps them develop a, a positive mental attitude about being in college and, you know, a positive identity about that. And uh, this has been shown to be um, very beneficial. Um, to students and community college and universities uh, in terms of overcoming some of their anxiety uh, that may be associated with their academic work, particularly if it's you know challenging to them and um, and it helps students um, 
kind of maintain the resolve to keep on going, you know, even when the going gets tough, uh, some people may feel the need to drop out um, of, of school when things get kind of rough. And, um, you know, for uh, community college students who may also be working a job or raising a family, you know, the stressors um, can be, you know, particularly heavy on them. And so um, the kinds of reminders and uh, tips that the Persistence Plus um, provides, you know, is, is a real benefit. Um, and, and this so, program is free as well? Yes, it is. And I am, um, I think the best way to uh, access the um, Persistence Plus, I'm going to pull up their, um, their website. Um, it's www.persistenceplusnetwork.com. And, um, you know, another way that um, people could access it is through the Steve Fund, uh, because the Steve Fund has partnered with uh, a number of community colleges and universities to offer Persistence Plus on those campuses. And so people could find out uh, if they are in college or university themselves, um, they could, um, you know, reach out to the Steve Fund to ask if there is such a partnership with their university or, or to request that one be initiated. Awesome. So, Dr. Prem, you've mentioned these programs, you've described them, you've, and I want to reiterate they are all free <laughs> for people to use. Um, so cost is not not a barrier. What are some of the things that you all have found as you're watching people interact with these programs in terms of outcome and how people respond to them? Well, people respond to them positively, um, especially because the ease of use and, you know, texting is something that young people are doing all the time. And, and so yeah. this is very much in tune with their lifestyle and how they communicate. Um, and uh, they appreciate the fact that it is free and um, that it's accessible, you know, 24 hours a day. Um, it's anonymous, you know, so that people don't have to, you know, reveal who they are. Um, and um, so, you know, that, that provides a certain level of, of privacy um, and, and control over, you know, kind of um, their identity being exposed. Um, and it doesn't cost anything. So, like, the, all of those things really add up to um, making it a plus. And in terms of outcomes, you know, we're finding, for instance, with Persistence Plus that, um, that the students who use Persistence Plus um, have had, you know, reduction um, in their anxiety around their schoolwork, uh, and Persistence Plus uh, students are more likely to stay in college um, than their, um, you know, students, classmates who do not use Persistence Plus. Um, so um, these uh, technology resources are showing a lot of promise, um, not only in terms of their accessibility, but also, you know, some of the outcomes and results um, that young people who use them receive. That is really 
cool to hear that it's not just um, you know the novelty piece, but you actually have outcome data that shows it makes a difference around you know the the real life things that we're hoping to make a difference in. Absolutely. So, Dr. Prim, if people are interested in learning, and we talked about the websites for some of those programs, and we'll certainly have uh, those linked on the site when we post this episode. Um, but how can people learn more about uh, the C Fund or get into contact with you if they're interested? Yes, um, the best way is to um, access the C Fund directly through www.cfund.org. Uh, that's the website. Uh, the Twitter is thestevefund.org. The email is info at stevefund.org. The phone number is 401-249-0044. And then finally, the address at the Steve Fund is uh, P.O. Box 9070. Providence, Rhode Island, 02940. And I want to make sure that that phone number that I gave um, was consistent uh, across all of the um, segments of, of this interview, uh, 401 I may have misspoken on a previous one. So I want to make sure people had that information in case they wanted to call directly uh, to speak with someone or you know, at least have someone call them back um, to uh, answer their question. Absolutely. And on all of the shows where we're talking about the C Fund and its work, we'll be sure to, underneath the show posting on the Ourselves Black website, list the website as well as that phone number so that people can really easily access that information. Wonderful. And I only talked about a few of the technology resources. There are many more that people will see uh, partnerships that the Steve Fund has and uh, the Equity and Mental Health Framework, which provides recommendations to uh, colleges and universities about how they can change those environments to be more uh, supportive of the mental health and emotional well-being of college students of color. Awesome. And Dr. Prem, uh, I know you are busy, that you are a woman that's in very high demand given your um, expertise and all of the hats you wear and your, your knowledge. Um, so I really appreciate you taking the time out to uh, be on our show and share your time and your expertise with our audience. Um, and thank you for uh, all of the work that you do. And uh, for the listeners, Dr. Prim was somebody I met as a medical student um, years and years ago and really has been a role model and a mentor, not just for me, but really for a whole generation of, of psychiatrists. Um, so Dr. Prim, thank you. And uh, it's such a privilege and a pleasure to be able to, to have you as a guest on the show and as a part of this project. Thank you so much for including me. I've really enjoyed it. And uh, I really appreciate your leadership in offering this to to the community. I think it's a fantastic uh, resource and, and website. Um, thank you so much.